Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's time for episode 680 of Who Charted, the show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have reached Checkpoint Grammys on your way to summer 2024. I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart Linklater, Howard Kramer. And with me, as always, Brett, Peter, BPM Morris, starred. Yeah. What's up, man? Episode 680. You know what else is 680? 680 what? There's uh, Interstate 680 up okay. in the San Francisco Bay Area who are now NFC champions, 49 Right on. Congratulations. Thank what you. a game. Insane game. 27 it unanswered points. reminds Jared Goff of the Niners, too, probably. <laughs> it probably does. Yeah, that was an insane comeback. Kid Rock's team lost. There you go. Um, Ted Nugent's team lost. Kid Rock's team's lost. Yes. Madonna. Oh, Madonna's. Madonna's kind of cool. There you I, go. I prefer to Eminem's think of it as. Yeah, Eminem. He's pretty cool. I prefer to think of Kid Rock as the face of them if I have to root against them. Yeah, there you go. It'd be funny if Eminem, if that really was Kid Rock wearing an Eminem mask but in the stands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to make it look like it was his fault. Have you seen the... Um, the uh, the TikTok like conspiracy theories about you know NFL this year. No, Say, well it's funny because at first they said that the it was already scripted to be Ravens Lions because there was some I don't know there, there's some piece of evidence they were all talking about like that's insane then, because those teams wouldn't I mean the Lions would draw a big audience but the Ravens would not draw a bigger audience yeah. than the than the chiefs i think something leaked and there was some copy somewhere talking about raven's lions something like that so they claimed that it was like scripted yeah but then the next thing is that they're claiming um it's all scripted for uh for the chiefs to win so that kelsey or like for taylor swift either kelsey's gonna propose to taylor swift or that she's gonna endorse joe biden that's what the right is saying oh my god <laughs> They, that's like crazier <laughs> so than her lazy. clues that she leaves on her on her damn, you know, for her tours and stuff. <laughs> right. That's like QAnon and T Swift have they've intersected completely. Yeah, and then when, if it doesn't happen, they just move on immediately. I mean, why can't they just go? Hey, that's pretty incredible. Those two are dating, and he had an incredible game. Like. It's right. already like a crazy thing. Why do you got to right. add into it? Like, and then <laughs> aliens are going to come. <laughs> yeah. It's too much. It's all the Illuminati, man. Yeah. They always know what's going on ahead of time. And they always. <clears throat> yeah. Perfectly execute. But they leak it out to obscure websites. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only Elon <laughs> Musk followers know the truth. Yeah, they're controlling everything, but they're only letting morons know about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we it's just the two of us today because because right. uh, a guest fell through last minute. That's okay. We can That's hold okay. it down. Of course, I have a great guest right here. Here he comes now. Oh. You know him from scoring. Destroy All Neighbors. You also know him from San Francisco Sketchfest in the 680 Highway. There you you also know him from Have a Summer. And here he is now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Brett Peter, a.k.a. Pietro Morris Starred. BMO. There you go, BMO. I forgot about that one. There was a new commercial for some bank or something called BMO. And it was like throwing me off. It's like BMO. And then the guy oh, yeah, in the commercial BMO. was going, just call it BMO. Okay, that's a crazy thing because LAFC plays at BMO Stadium, right? Uh-huh. Do you guess guess what BMO stands for? Oh, good question. Because I don't know. Bank of Missouri? 
You would think that being that LAFC <laughs> is an American soccer team. Right. You would think they would play at something like that. Oh, so you're saying it's non-American. Bank of Monaco uh, or ordeal. Above Monaco. Above you're Buffalo. Saying? Above Buffalo. Above Buffalo. Or above, yeah, Montreal. Montreal. That makes How sense. How about that? BMO, this new big... American Bank is Bank of Montreal. What does that? What does that say? I mean, <laughs> would we drink Canadian Coca Cola? Would we <laughs> switch to eating poutine? It just seems odd. <laughs> Bemo. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, I guess Montreal is is upgrading. They're graduating. They're infiltrating. Yeah, they the money's just spreading out across all borders. Our, our banks flat footed. Um, speaking of Montreal, I watched, uh, I went to an IMAX screening of Queen live in Montreal. Oh, wow. That's a, uh, that's like a famous show, right? Right. It's a, it's a famous show, but it's not their f- most famous show. Cause most people talk about live at Wembley or, Wembley, ri- yeah. or, uh, or, uh, live aid live aid for my money. This Montreal show is by far their best, or by far better than those shows. Is it because of Adam Lambert? This one has Adam Lambert? (laughs) Yeah, just way better than (laughs) Freddie Mercury. (laughs) No, it's just unbelievable, and I just, Montreal reminded me of that, and it absolutely blew my mind. And 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 they they showed, is this a new, they showed that an old concert at IMAX seems like a new thing. Yeah, I think it's a really cool trend. Hopefully they do more. I think they I think it's like a type of thing where they do it like one weekend only and you get to see this concert okay. film or whatever. But it's highly worth it. If it was at AMC, I saw it at the Americana. And Does it um, always take you by surprise how the balls of Freddie Mercury just like how hard he's going out there? Dude, it it's otherworldly to a point. There's parts of this show in particular where he's hitting these like nuanced high notes that you don't even normally hear him hit live. He's just executing so perfectly that you start to almost like squint at the screen and being like, is this, is this real? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's could like this possibly be real? It's like, it's like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's certain like, yeah. yeah, there's yeah, just there's, like even even like movements he, he makes when he's kicking in. You're yeah. like, hey, I, I don't know, I wouldn't fuck with that guy. Like he's no. in another zone up there. There's moments too during the show where he's he's sweating and swaggering around, you know, strutting and just nailing every song. The whole band is just on fire. But then you'll see him just go like, okay, and he just runs to the piano, sits down, and without hesitating, launches into like Killer Queen. Which wow. is like one of you know one of the most complex songs you can imagine, right? And you just think like I know you wrote this thing, but also like it takes people like twenty years to learn this stuff. Like yeah. if they even want to get a working version of Killer Queen, right. you know how, how long you'd have to practice that. And if you sat at the piano, even if you felt like you had it down, you'd have to like think about it for a second. Like all right, I'm right. about like, to start this like I'm about Here to start this seven minute masterpiece that goes has like fifteen different parts to it. And well, he I mean, just legend, goes like, go. legend has it the cocaine was so pure that he could just switch modes. From <laughs> yeah, he also has the, the uh, he has the best sign off statement ever in this show because you know he's doing the wardrobe changes and it's it's pretty straightforward just hard rock concert it's not too theatrical or whatever but at the very end he's wearing these short the shortest shorts you've ever seen he's shirtless and shoeless and he's he's just like on fire at this point and strutting around and they end the last note of the last song and he goes he goes okay let's all get fucked and he just walks off the stage and goes, let's all get fucked. Just to the audience and just struck off. Was, the, the whole performance was just something he had to get over with yeah. before he could go back to his fuck session. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, that's out of the way. Let's, let's do some real business. <laughs> right.
Um, he's also just assuming at that point in his career, he's probably just so surrounded by it that he's just sort of naturally assuming everyone in that arena has an orgy waiting for them. Right. Yeah. It's just yeah, so like, all right, everyone. Let's him. all get fucked now. Right. <laughs> Elton's got an orgy going on across town. Yeah. Everybody. Um, was there Queen Anon in the crowd? Was there a lot of the Queen Anon people? <laughs> yes, there's Queen Anon <laughs> with the the signature Q on the shirt. Yeah. They're just like Q Anon, but they're hoping that it turns out that Freddie Mercury's still alive and he's running everything. Yeah, from you wonder if the those bunker. morons if it bumped Queen's career like a little bit, like their download numbers. Yeah, like if, of Q and I. Yeah, they just see that Q and they go, oh, let me listen to this. Yeah, let me hear this. <laughs> I can also see like when you misspell something, they go, did you mean QAnon? Like, right. like Queen <laughs> Wrong? Did you mean yeah. QAnon? No. I want to hear some rock. <laughs> um, that right. sounds exciting. That's fun. I, I don't know if I will check it out, but I'm excited that they're doing those at IMAX. I mean, usually it's just... Um, you know, I imagine Beyonce's new one, Renaissance, that'll probably be IMAX yeah. and Taylor Swift's IMAX. Sure. It's cool to get the real shit. Just do like Who Live yeah. at Leeds or something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you just want to see the maybe the most talented band you've ever seen in your life, this Queen in Montreal is is up there. It's just uh, it's just totally mind blowing what they're doing. What if they did IMAX for uh DJ Khaled when he was playing the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> or Lil Wayne when he when Lil Wayne took that guitar solo. Yeah. One of the things that John Deacon was doing, I was noticing, because you're since you're on IMAX, you're just noticing every little detail. He's he's the bassist and he's Bass the guy player. you would think is kind of nerdier looking and maybe more in the background. Yeah. But even he he was had this cocky energy to him. Really? He would um before these incredibly intricate parts, he would lick his fingers like almost wow. like a librarian flipping through a, a right. book. Oh, like here lick we his lick his base fingers and then just nail this like very wow. precise surgical part. And you're just like, damn. What flair it every, is. Yeah. Everyone on that stage is just like perfect. Even Gene Simmons didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His his fingers would get caught in his tongue. Yeah. Well, that sounds awesome. Um, makes but me now, listen to some Queen. Yeah. Now let's Wait. listen to the top 50 and see how non-Queen it is. Okay. You want to do the theme song? Sure. Music. We used to play LPs. Eight tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next, chat GTP? Tunes. I tried to go into a Future Island type of thing there, but I was sorely unprepared, which uh, lends even more credence to your story about Freddie just being able to go into <laughs> Killer Queen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could not switch gears that fast. Um. All right. So I'm looking at Spotify. We're okay. Take the top five in the USA. Okay. Oak. Coming in at number five. Number five. Zach Bryan and Casey Musgraves. This song's still up there. Uh, I remember everything. I'd sing you my love songs, and you'd tell me about. Hey, your mama ran off and pawned her ring. You know who they kind of sound like? I remember, like? I remember everything. Oh, what's that band? Cold shoulder, cold Queen? You know that, you know that band where it's the guy and the girl and they're like, And the truth be told, let the hair... You know that one? Ah. Oh. They, uh, they got that one song. It's like got a bunch of hooks in it. Is it modern, old? Uh, it's like vintage? 10 years ago. You always hear it on like K Rock or something. And the truth be told, and that body safe from your 
and nobody safe from your and it's like a guy and a girl and but they sound like they have those they have those airy voices they that sound sounds like familiar Do, are they uh, like irish or something yeah something like that but they it's like uh, i just can't think of any of those damn like every part of the song is a chant i can't fucking oh uh, like lumineers style yeah but it's a guy and a girl oh that's driving me nuts or we can move on, but maybe it'll peaches come back to me. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's peaches and herb. <laughs> <laughs> Reunited. <laughs> uh, uh, by the way, Faith No More did a, a version of that Reunited song when they, they reunited a few years ago, and they actually they they managed to make it so exciting sounding. Like the way he's singing it is actually remarkable. Reunited. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. I'll check that out. Coming in at number four. Number four, Jack Harlow, loving on me. Young J A C K A K A Rico like Suave, Young Enrique speaking at A K A. She's an alpha, but not around your boy. She get quiet around your boy. Hold on, don't know what you heard or what you thought about your boy, but they lied about your boy. Going dumb and it's some idiotic about your boy. She wearing cheetah print. That's how bad she won't be spotted around your boy. You know what's great is um, you know, because I'm doing a lot of stand up now. Whenever yeah. there's a young group of guys in there. One of them always has like the curly hair, and then yeah. you can always be like, "Oh, that's the Jack Harlow kid." You, know, <laughs> you can tell what they're. Just everybody laughs. It's really fun. Every time I see him, I think he's on a commercial now. But every time I think of Jack Harlow now, I think of what you said about the flipping the cup, like oh, yeah, TikToks. Yeah, he just generation. reminds me exactly of one of those guys. Yeah, yeah, like. It's, <laughs> They just buy him as a cool guy, and he's like, he's a little athletic. Yeah. Um, I can just picture him with two or three other dudes that look exactly like him sitting in that living room throwing the right. ping pong balls for yeah. like 18 like, hours. Like, and when you listen to his <laughs> raps, too, you go, it's not like he's trying to come up with anything too crazy. It's just like the kind of shit you would say if you just won, like, you know, yeah. beer pong or... Something like that. That song had a slightly uh, early 90s swing to it. Mm -hmm. Like it sounded a little like those, um, you know, Bell Bib DeVoe style. Yeah. Yes. I could see that. Kids are bringing that back. Yeah. You know, have you heard the Gen Z thing now where they claim they're aging faster than anyone else? Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, from all the stress. (laughs) It's so insane. Yeah. (laughs) They're like 25. The right. oldest Gen Z person is like 25, 26. Right. And of course, like everything else, they haven't bothered looking in the past at all. They just think they're just, they just think they were born different, you know? Right. Like, we're just born different. We're just born completely unique. Like These the millennials had it so easy. They've already got houses <laughs> yeah. and shit. Right. And we're just like, we've been so put upon. While they're wearing the old millennial clothes too. Yeah, yeah. The baggy pants. Are you the Gen X close? I always think of that as millennial. Was that millennial? Or older millennial, I guess. Um, I certainly had those baggy pants. Yeah. Um, All right, coming in at number three. Oh, here it comes. In your body, safe from shore. And you do say with this today when your body's safe from shore. Your body's safe from shore. And then they go into those rousing ukulele fucking chants. All I right. just typed in, and your body's safe from shore in this of monsters and men. That sounds right. Yeah, get the rest of the lyrics. Oh, that's it. Yeah. This is it? This is it. You're the new Shazam, baby. Nice. Job. Yeah, I remember the, this. Every part of it's kind of a, of a hook, kind of. Oh, yeah, they got the hey chant. Yeah, Lumineer stuff, like you said. God, I forgot about this song. So hold my hand, I'll walk with you, my, my dear. dear. <laughs> <laughs> They're hobbits, sounded. Yeah, they sound like hobbits. 
She's like if Bjork totally sold out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, if she joined like some shitty corporate band. <laughs> like a slightly mighty boss tones. Yeah, chorus. there's the ska part coming in. That song God, always catches me though because it, every part of it sounds like it could be the chorus, and then uh, they've just got those reedy voices. You know what I mean? Those those like Luke Bryan, where there's just like a lot of air moving through their throat or something. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry, somebody apparently just showed up for a podcast. They got the date wrong. It showed up at your house? Yeah. Oh, my God. What, do you see them on your Same. ring camera? I, no, Dana just caught them at the door. Oh, oh man. Okay. I feel bad. They drove. That's hilarious. Craziness. Um, Wow. I can't believe you caught that uh, of Mice and Men. That was good. Yeah. I'm glad that worked. All right. What's next? Coming in at number three. Number three. Noah Kayan with uh, Stick Season. What? This is like an Ollie guy too, huh? Yeah. God damn it. This... This chord progression needs to just be taken out back and shot. I'm with you. I'm with you. When's America going to get sick of that? Yeah. It, it, it provides a perfect foundation to just sort of do any melody you want and kind right. of like, you know, vomit out a lot yeah, of lyrics. Like, yeah, you can't be wrong kind of because you yeah, right. whatever. Exactly. Yeah. It's sort of like training wheels on a on songwriting. Yeah. Yeah, see, so of mice and men, at least they put in some horns and shit. Started getting <laughs> yeah. like yeah. come on Eileenish in there. Um, all right, coming in number two. Number two. Twenty one Savage with red rum. No, this was my one of my picks on uh, yeah. hot picks. Oh, I got a story about this too. Want it all, I won't leave a Oh, I love it. This could be... That's really good. This, this is song of the year so far. I mean, we were totally January. We got a banger on our hands. Yeah. All right. So the, the phrase red rum, I don't know if it if it's... um From The Shining. Of course. Of course. We know the original phrase. But apparently Gen, Gen A, which is even younger than Gen Z, it's the new next generation, They that's part of their slang. I just heard this recently. Red rum? Yeah, they go red rum. When they say something like it, like let's say, I think this is how you'd use it. Like if you blurt out kind of an intrusive thought that you would normally keep to yourself, like oh. if, if you go, just shut the fuck up for five minutes, red rum, you would say red rum after that. Oh, because it's like I'm letting something slip out that's really just supposed to be hidden deep yeah. within me. Yeah. Ah, or like a like, mean thought like, or like, a, okay, like yeah. I, I let the demon out. Yeah. Then you say red rum. Red rum. And apparently another thing they do, which is crazy, is they go like this with one finger. You see what I'm they, doing? Yeah, they hold up one finger. So like if I'm telling a story and I go um, like, so anyway, I was going to the store and, uh, you know, there's tons of traffic and I, like you almost like trail off or you stop your story. Oh, like you, yada, yada, yada. You almost use that as yada, yada, yada. Or you, you say it as like, I don't want to talk anymore about this. Right. Yeah. So I got stuck like, in traffic and I, I was would like there to end this conversation. 
something like, you, like that. You just use like that. You you know all the rest of what I'm going to say. Too. Yeah, I guess so. Fuck. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but but apparently, like they're just they use it everywhere, and it can be confusing. Wow. If you don't know what you're looking at. Wow. These A's, my God, they're innovating already. I like that one though. I like the red rum. Oh, I mean, yeah, that a one makes sense. And a song. Yeah. yeah. All right, coming in at number one. Number one. Megan the Stallion with Hiss in all caps. I just want by Chris Jenner next. He can't move on, can't let it go. He hooked nose full of that teen of snow. And since niggas need Megan help to make money, bitch, come be my hoe. All of you bitches is we gonna Bible. How can shit for a no can find you? I can never be judged by a bitch that was dancing, making all Kelly go viral. Hey, I'm sexy as fucking I'm freaky. Get whoever I want any meanie. Why the fuck would I stay with a nigga that's weak in the sheets and don't know how to please me? Bodies on bodies on bodies on bodies. Say he fuck Megan and now he the topic. These niggas thinking they lower the value. All this free promo, I'm turning to profit. Hey, when a nigga be kissing the telling. Say he'll play up here in his feelings. Bet I won't give up the pussy again. Shit, shit. These hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. I don't really know what the problem is. Megan's law. Bitch, you a pussy. Never finna check me. Every chance you get, bitch, your weak ass wanna dress me. Bitches swear they cheat, but the G must be for pussy. When the fuck did all the gangs and niggas turn to groupies? She's really good. She's really good. She seems like she's like working harder than the others or something. Yeah, like she, her mm-hmm. outfits are like, like she just very like right. put together. Yeah, like she seems like, like she works out. She keeps herself in good shape and seems right. like she's spending a lot of time on these verses and just yeah. everything seems like she's taking her career. She's not chasing offset around like yeah. Cardi B. <laughs> right. I'm with you, but I'll tell you what. When I talk to audiences, none of them remember her uh, Popeyes. She did the Megan the Stallion sauce over at Popeyes. That was her tie-in. Oh, and- I didn't know that. It wasn't that long ago, but then you say to these kids, you know, ice spices, <laughs> you know, ice spices at Dunkin' Donuts. They go, oh yeah, yeah, we know about that one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how. You're out there just like pop quizzing. Yeah, because so I told them, I go, did you have, did you have the Jack Harlow KFC cup when he when he was tied in the KFC? They got they had no clue what I'm talking about. I go, what about the the Megan the Stallion? You didn't get the hot sauce? No clue. <laughs> Well, I they're probably not watching like when would they ever see commercials you know these kids yeah I don't know football games I don't know I don't think they're watching football yeah they might not be watching they're busy doing drugs (laughs) was that number one that was number one yeah wow wow well yeah I love the trend of course of women taking over hip hop it is not um it's not like the WNBA where you kind of got to root for it and try to hope that it like maybe gets as good as the guys one day. Like it's like they full on have just taken it over. They make more Fully. interesting records on the most part, I think, lately anyway. That Twenty One Savage was good though. That That's yeah he yeah he's good. Tizo touchdowns good. There's some new good guys, but the ladies talking their lady shit. I I really feel like it, it almost. Is you get less tired of a girl bragging about how she's dominating dudes or other women than you yeah. do about hearing a guy do it. I hear you, yeah. It also seems more threatening somehow. Yeah. Because you know, you know, like, what's Drake ever going to do to take my manhood? Nothing. But if I ran across <laughs> Megan, forget right. it. I'm sackless yeah. after a half my hour. My God. Yeah, I would, I would shrink to nothing in the face of Megan. Nothing. Even when you're just driving by Popeye, she'd be like, "Yeah, that you know what I'm saying." Even that sauce intimidates me. Like she, they pay, they pay her. <laughs> All I've ever done is spend money on Popeyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we take a break? Let's take a break, okay. and when we reconnoiter, we'll be back with the movie chart. Boom. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> if you just go like, <laughs> so, and this is the movie chart. I think it's more complicated than just yada, 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 though. Okay. Like, I think they would use it at a time you wouldn't expect where it's not like, okay. I'm, it's not, it's less like, I'm probably boring you with this part of the story and more like, I'm done talking. Like, like I'm done. I'm not going to give you any more than that. Cause I'm just right. like, maybe that's like their little spokesperson. Like, you know, the white house spokesperson, like they'll, <laughs> yeah. they'll tell you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. My name is H. Michael Cray, and I'm here with my guest who scored the great new movie, Destroy All Neighbors. Thank you, sir. I am Brett Morris. And this is The Movie Chart. <laughs> Movies. They used to be too silent. Nowadays, they're too loud and violent. Most of them are not a client. People on the big screen are friggin' giant. Movies. <laughs> A little like, talk, a little like folky yeah, talk a little, rap. Yeah. A little monologue Yeah. You know what I liked about our Christmas album we did with Kulop was when like <laughs> songs would end in a monologue. Like we did all the lyrics, but then I just remember a couple of the songs where you got to end on a rant, you know? Oh yeah. That's my favorite thing. Yeah. Uh, there's been a few... Summer songs like that too. I don't know, ending on a rant, but just like yeah, I like when we're like, recording a song and then I go, Hey, you should just like rant a little bit here. Yeah, yeah. And then you're always up to the task. Always up to it. Always can channel a rant. <laughs> I also like when you give a sort of like a a sermon in the middle of it, like preaching oh, a yeah. little bit, like oh, yeah, uh, yeah. some sort of lesson or history lesson. Right. Kind of spelling it out and doubling down. Yeah. We gotta do a Spring recording session for a summer song, like the way we did with Super Bloom. Yeah. You got to do that this year. That'd be I'd great. like to schedule it for February or March. Wow. Okay. Let's get it done. I don't have a working studio right now, but let's find a space. We'll email. I got some good summer tracks. Okay. All right. At the box office this week, coming in at number five. Number five. Poor things. Poor things? Poor things. What's this about? This is Bella. Oh, I heard this is really good. This is Mr. McCandles. Hello, Bella. Emma Stone. Oh, black and white. Good evening. Her brain and her body are not all black and white. Now it's color. Now it's black and white. It's trippy. Wow. Willem Dafoe. So she's a young woman brought back to life by the brilliant and unorthodox scientist, Dr. Godwin Baxter, William Dafoe. Wow. So she's kind of like a Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Wow, this looks good. And there is a world to enjoy. Once again, I'd rather see a woman Frankenstein than a man. Yeah. Just like the hip hop. Um, Wow. That looks She's a killer, killer actress. I just saw the, uh, did you see the Showtime series, The Curse, with the her curse. and uh, Nathan Fielder? I didn't see it. It's really good. It's just like only, you could see Nathan Fielder's mind like writing it, you know, but he's like, uh, he's actually acting in it. So it's interesting. It has one of the wildest endings I've ever seen in a series. Like, Don't give it away. I won't give it away at all. That would be a crime. But it's just an absolutely like, just bizarre, unbelievable ending that you just do not see coming. You would never be able to see coming from a mile away. Well, now I'll look for it. It's just crazy. All right. Coming in at number four. Number four. Wonka. Wonka. The bloody Wonka. Ladies and gentlemen of the gallery gourmet. Willy Wanka. It had, must have been a uh, British Wanka. porn. Willy Wanka. <laughs> I think this is Adam Sandler, uh, like, audio sketch. Willy Wanka. I feel like really? he did that. Yeah. I think it was Willy the Tollbooth guy. Tollbooth no, there's a Willy Wanka. There's a d- more deep cut. Okay. Double Willies. Well, uh, Wonka, 
I mean, yeah, the know. amazing Willy Wanker. Amazing Willy Wanker. Yeah, it was a song he did. Is it like that where Daisy said just me morning wood a little tin soldier's marching by Sergeant Major unzips his fly holds his weapon from his camouflage pants slaps away till it starts to dance a shooting stars above my bed changing colors of my mushroom head a rainbow cheers flies across the room I'm still picturing the Wonka trailer. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> that was on Shh, Don't Tell. There you go. Uh, it's like a perfect Brit pop song just about jacking off or something like that. I like the medium pace one where he's sticking the oh, shampoo bottle up his ass. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> that album uh, was like very kind of formative for me. Like those early you were those saying, earlier yeah. Sandler albums. Great stuff. Um, all right, coming in at number three. Number three. Anyone but you. Let's just be affectionate. Showtime. This one's moved up to number three. Number two? I guess so. Not a magic lamp. Hey, little guy. God damn it. Did you see that part? No. They're following each other. Be affectionate. Showtime. Permission to put my left hand on your right buttock. Granted. Not a magic lamp. Hey, little guy. God damn it. Jeez. What was any of that about? This is a horny oh one. <clears throat> that reminds me of, uh, it's just like the entire cast is good looking. Like they just wouldn't put an ugly person in there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. It, like you just can't have anything to do with this movie. Like the, probably the craft service people were hot. Yeah. Can you imagine? It's just like if you were just working on that set, you would just feel like garbage. You'd feel, yeah. you'd feel like Frankenstein. Yeah. Like you go, oh, like, I thought losers were other people. Oh, it's right. me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It turns out it's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming in at number two. Number two. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Oh, hell no! Move. Hey, PG-13, please. What was that? Oh, Lord, it's the Queen Bee. Regina George. Is this, a, is this a precedent setting? I mean, has anyone ever remade one of their own movies before? I mean, like Quentin Tarantino. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just an odd thing. It is an odd thing. Um... Wait, so remind me, Tina Fey. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. She, so she Tina Fey mean did Girls. the screenplay of the original. Yes. She wrote and it. And she was in it. And then she they had a musical, Broadway musical. And then this is right. some kind of spin on the musical. And Tina Fey or, or this again is doing it. Oh, that's what I, yeah, I wanted <laughs> to bring this up. I actually read right. an article about it. Um, They are starting, like with this and Wonka, which which we just saw heard is um, like the people going to see these movies, they don't always know it's a musical because yes. the yeah. fact that it's a musical is going to put some people off. So they I've leave it that. out of the trailer. Yeah. With both of those. Which is such a weird move because anyone who would be scared off of that, they're going to want, they're going to walk out of that theater. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, exactly. if you give them false it, advertising, they're not going to yeah. get in there and be like, oh, actually, I love this. Yeah, then why'd you make a musical? If, like, you yeah. think the audience is going to like it better with it not being a musical, what'd you make, <laughs> go to the trouble of putting all those songs in there? I know, exactly. You can easily do a movie without music. It's easier. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm okay with the musical, but I don't want a surprise 
I don't want a bait and switch musical. Like yeah, I, I don't like think I would react to, well to that. You have to know, like, okay, I'm up for a musical. Right. I know what I'm getting into. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is weird. It's weird all around. I wish I had more information on it, but it does seem unprecedented. It's a marketing thing. It's just got to be like just the marketing oh, sure. department has to know <laughs> that the movie it's going to put off dudes probably. Right. But oh, but the Tina Fey aspect I was going back to just seems Oh, about uh, yeah, someone yeah. remaking their own deal. Yeah. Taylor Swift did it. Why shouldn't they do it in the movies? That's right. Um Okay, coming in at number one. Number one. The Beekeeper. Wow, the Beekeeper. <laughs> number one. Moved up. Special program number outside one. the chain of command. I protect the hive. When the system is out of balance, I correct it. We have laws for these things. It's amazing that like these kind of like... I do want to see this. I do too. I've heard it's fun. I've heard it's absurd. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's fun because yeah, no, it's insane. It's amazing they put out these anti-hero movies, right? We're just... Right. One or these kind of action movies where you're just going like, really? Like, that's what they got these days? And then it works and it goes to number one? Yeah, yeah. And you're just the like... The beekeeper. They just absolutely know what works, I guess. I just love, like, that movie's going to age great. They, they just age so good, these bad action movies. To just like they become a document to a time, and um, just the technology always winds up being stupid. You know, like <clears throat> right. they'll have a computer in this that does all the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to see this. I feel like I often miss those movies where you watch them again, like ten years later, and you go, "Geez, this was brilliant!" Like, right? Uh, it was super creative. The writers were like poking fun at something and I just thought yeah. it was like a dumb action movie. Yeah, I don't know. These these yeah. It'll age on that level too, I guess, but it ages on the dumb level too for how dumb oh, yeah. it is. Well, I'm not I don't know what but how it, little age, but it's, yes. It's pretty crazy for Statham though. I feel like so many of the movies he's in were written for like American guys, but they just didn't have a guy as good as Statham like <laughs> Yeah. It's like this should definitely be a middle American guy, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You also need like one, I feel like, bald action hero, like per generation. Yeah. Like Jelly maybe Sabalas. like he's kind of a hero to the bald guys a little bit. Like, yeah. Like Bruce Willis. Yeah, Bruce Vin Willis Diesel. was like every bit the action star in the 80s, even though he wasn't as buff as Arnold or, right. you know, didn't have the Rambo hair. He's flying Yeah, the like Vin Diesel. He just gives all yeah. those guys a role model. Um. All right, that was number one. Wow, that was a movie chart. And we'll be right back with The Hot Picks. The Hot Picks. The Hot Picks. The third chart is The Hot Picks and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick and let's see who did not. The Hot Picks. The Hot Picks. These are the hot picks. I was thinking there could be a douge version of the hot picks. Ooh, yeah. You could definitely put a douge in there. Douge. 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 douge, douge. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like rapid douges like that? Yeah. Or like douge, 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 douge. Or just at the end. Yeah. Or or wherever. Um, Yeah, these are the hot picks. Um, I'm excited about these. Yeah, me too. We got some solid ones. All right, coming in number five. Number five. Uh, this is your pick, but I gotta say, you're on my territory with this one. I've I've picked two songs already off this album. This is Ty Siegel with "I Hear." Wait, you for hot picks? Yeah. Okay. Now All this, right. Awesome. This and new then, Ty Siegel stuff is is really me right where I need. It's right, good, strong, and also this one is uh, a donkey nominee. You tell me if it's oh. Donkey. Oh yeah. 
Super donk. Yeah. It's like long form donkey. Yeah. Seems like this could be one of his biggest albums, right? For me, it is. Like, everything I've heard just, so far is great. It's just like he slowed it down just enough to make it all more accessible. So. Yeah. It has this groove, but it's super nasty, like, parts yeah. that have... I don't know. It's just very interesting. It's like he's he's doing things like that are a forgotten art a little bit in terms of, like, songwriting. Yeah. But I also like, um, it's like a funkier type of psychedelic than, say, like uh, yeah. Gizzard Wizard. or like I yeah. like the, the grooves in it. And I like how it sounds kind of homemade a little yeah. bit, but it, but enough production that it keeps it interesting. It doesn't just doesn't sound like... I always think of him and uh, like Mac DeMarco, just like they uh-huh. sit alone and they just do something weird. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> But uh, um, on the duel this past week, it was that up against Future Islands. And I, there's some like the Future Islands album, you should listen to it. Like it's got those weird like Stranger Things synths on it. But something about okay. it sounds like it's going to be Breakout. Like it's just like. Really? The sum of like, I think they finally found like a a good way to get that guy's voice across. I don't know. There's some, oh, interesting. There's something to it where it's like, it's almost like Adele where I go, this reeks of quality, even though I'm not like super into it. Right. Yeah. That's always interesting to me that, and I, you know, I don't even know if it'll be breakout or not. I haven't heard it, but even if it's the best thing they've ever done, there's still a good chance it won't be breakout, you know? Yeah. Just like the way things work though is... I've often seen like certain bands like that where their first album was a breakout and I wasn't necessarily that into it. Yes. Sometimes they gel together in a way a few albums in that then I'm like, wow, you guys have really like, you're yes. into some sophisticated stuff now that's like really good. And then people have lost interest by then. Yeah. Yeah. Public Enemy was like that for me. I thought their first album was genius. Second album was genius. People didn't really start listening to the third album, which I yeah. was like, this one's not as good as those other two. Oh, or so like, you were the early, you were the opposite early, of that. Yeah, like with Wes Anderson too. Like I, I like Bottle right. Rocket maybe the best out of all of them. Yeah. Sometimes though, it's like you got to check out the later albums. Maybe they'll do it for you. Like Bad Religion. They're on like album 49 or something. <laughs> or right. no, uh, Guided by Voices. They, sure, they yeah. Like, they, they legit have an album every six months. Like every year they've like got two albums out. Totally. Um, Killing Joke also. Like they came out with an album in the 2000s, like maybe 2008 or Living something. in the 2000s. That was just like absolutely crushed it for me. I was just like, this is the best killing joke of I've that for wow. my taste. And I'm like, how did you do that that late in your career? Yeah. I like that Jethro Tull album. Yeah, exactly. It's just like your best <laughs> shit. What you saved it for when you're <laughs> yeah. 70. All right. Coming in at number four, number four, this is my pick. This is the paranoids with glass. Psychedelic. 
check out no. the Paranoids if you haven't already, because like I, I'm impressed by almost everything I'm hearing. It's it's giving me that wet leg sensation. Oh, okay, where you're like, okay, they really know how to be consistently good. Are they uh, British like wet leg? Uh, I don't think they are. Where are San Francisco. They are from. They need to make this information easier to find. Speaking of San Francisco, you're going to have T Swift and Swift Nation going against you. I know it's scary. Like when they when oh when they're the from Chiefs LA. Sport. Paranoids. All right. Like yeah. when the when the Niners do something bad, like if something goes wrong out there, she's going to be cheering up there. How does that? I know. Like I love she it. She stole I my manhood, like, so I wouldn't want to go up against her. <laughs> I feel like the Niners are good, like fairy tale killers, like in the as a franchise. Okay, they've, they've knocked off a lot of like fairy tale seasons. For so people. you want Taylor Swift to end in tears? You want yeah. her to have a bad day? I I hope that the game ends, the Niners win, and then Travis Kelsey proposes to Olivia Rodrigo. Wow! Oh, <laughs> on the field. Oh, it just jilts the crud out of her. <laughs> yeah. But then think how many albums that's going to produce that we have to review. Exactly. Yeah. On who so charted? The the Swifties will be thanking me. Did you see it? Did you see when he, uh, like, they were you know giving him the the trophy after the game, and they they inter you know they're interviewing him live and like Taylor Swift's hanging out down on the field and they go so how did you feel about the you know asking him some game question and yeah. he just goes all i got to say is you got to fight for your <laughs> right to party are you serious i didn't see yeah. that she's got to be thinking oh okay yeah like, okay big guy the sex is good with this meathead, but <laughs> yeah. I got to keep him away from the mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder if that'll last. No. My it guess is no. Right? It won't. Yeah. Um, I did. Did you see that? Do you see Michael Strahan botching his uh, post-game ceremony thing? Uh, no. So apparently I the guy... I forget who was supposed to do it, but like he, he couldn't be there for some oh, reason. Oh, Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. I don't think it was supposed to be Bradshaw. It was supposed Tom to be Brady? someone else. He no. said TB. So I know he said TB couldn't make it. We'll see you next week. So it's either got to be Terry Bradshaw or Tom Brady. Uh, Usually Terry Bradshaw does do that. Um, but anyway, he Michael Strahan had to do it, and he apparently botched it like big time. Because like Joe Montana was supposed to give a speech and supposed to hand the trophy to like Purdy or something. And then Strahan just didn't it screwed it up and didn't allow for that speech to happen. And then was yelling all this stuff. Um, I guess it was supposed to be Bradshaw, but uh, anyway, he botched it big time. Yeah. And everyone was saying like, does Joe Montana look confused? Like, is he okay? And it turns out it's just cause Strahan was just like awkwardly. Uh, so his the fuck moment. up made, Joe yeah. Montana looked like he had CTE or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Back to the hot picks. Coming back in at number three. Number three. This is your pick, Justice with Generator. So, oh, this is cool. So, all of your picks, unbeknownst to you, are very interesting to me. Like they're very, they're very relevant to me. Uh, like I was saying, Ty Siegel, I've been into that album. Justice, though, this is one of the Justice is one of the uh, references I had for some of the EDM tracks on Destroy All Neighbors. Oh wow, very cool. So wow. I, I wrote a I wrote a song that was somewhat inspired by my listening to Justice and thinking like, what could kind of be in this vein. Very cool. It's That's a great. Uh, it's a, they set such a mood, you know, it's so bassy. Yeah. So when you hear like when I hear shredding and stuff, like in the trailer, is that you on guitar? Yeah, that's all me. Holy shit, skis, me, dude. dude. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll save the comments about what I saw because you know, we'll oh, have nice. Jonah on. But yeah. um, 
I was impressed. Even the movie itself looked like, wow, I'd be like a breath of fresh air because you never it's, see a movie like this. The movie really is a breath of fresh air. I think especially our kind of fans would would really dig it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone who's kind of into like obviously comedy, but also like the 80s splatter fun f- films, films, you know, just like. Yeah, Cronenberg, but also like, the deep uh, cuts like Reanimator and Freaked and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Reanimator or uh, the dark, uh, the dark backward, like right. weird shit. But um, yeah, I'm excited to, to talk about that. Um, but yeah, Justice is great. I've always been a, I swear by them, and you know they they were uh, when Garage Band originally came out. They were like the first music act to like score something big that they made on GarageBand. I know that the, oh, really? their their bass sounds are standard bass sounds and filters and stuff that was on GarageBand. Oh, yeah. I'll play you a tiny bit of what I did. This is just a bonus because I've mentioned it, of what I did after listening to Justice. Okay. <clears throat> and it won't do any justice <laughs> to my song. Because there's no way it will live up to that. But, uh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Getting Eastern Europe in there. Yeah. Nice. Sweeping. Then it's this is like a club scene or something, dude. That's yeah. serious. Make some me Thanks, some man. beats like that. I'll rap over them. Hell yeah. You can Send take me that the one. There's a there's an outtake of that that goes a lot longer. Email it to me. I swear to God, I'll I make will. it a track. Nice. Then I don't. Then, yeah, I won't have to come over for that for that spring thing. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Coming in. At, where are we? Number two. Number two. This is my pick. This is the Lemonheads with Seven Out. Wow, Evan Dando's back. And the cigarettes you crashed left a trail that I could catch. Like those jet streams in your eyes But you're harder to define Roll up, roll down, see once more Listen, I'm talking to you These things will never be explained And the earth spins slower Nice classic sounding song. Yeah, sounds nineties esque. Those guys I haven't heard did, from uh, them in a long time. Yeah, they did Mrs. Robinson cover. That was big. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, do, what was do, their do, big do, hit? Do, 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 that, do. I guess that was probably their biggest. I think it was. They were around, yeah, they were big, like when uh whatchamacallit? Uh you know, Camper Von Beethoven, the Lemonheads, right. that whole thing. It's kind it was, of a slight J. Mascus feel. Yeah, too. I was in town. Yeah, I was in Austin for all that. Oh, it nice. It was very like, you know, I was slacker like, stuff. Yeah, that kind of thing. Like it, like it all just fit. It wasn't like I was stuck in like you know the beak. Yeah. Like <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, okay, coming in at number one. Number one. This is your pick. This is NBA Youngboy Act a Donkey. Yeah, wow. this is the, I don't know if it's donkey music, but it's donkey lyrics. So let's let's give it a shot. 
I gotta say that the amount of rap songs you heard in your life where they say they're about to kill somebody or go off on somebody (laughs) and then like they don't like there would there wouldn't even be enough prisons or whatever like it would just be too much but then when the when the when Megan starts rapping about what she's going to do, I'm like, well, she already has done that. You know, she would do that every week. You know what I mean? Like, I met this guy. I took all his money. I twerked in front of him, and he gave me all his money. Like, Oh, Megan the Stallion? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, more believable. It's more believable. <laughs> right, I hear you. Yeah, because every time they talk about, the you know, gang life and they're, they're after you and stuff, it's like you kind of believe them. Seems so real, but then you're, you're right. It's like if they actually followed through on this, the career's yeah, over. Like, you know, yeah, like Young Thug's the only one in jail right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. They should, there's some, like, they showed one of his conjugal visits on the, I don't know, it was just like the girl who went there to go visit him was like filming it. It was weird. So the, the tie in for this with me is I just, uh, I just saw a thing that the uh, the 49ers locker room, the, this guy, like this kind of assistant to them, he was noticing that in the tunnel on the way out to their games, he was feeling like, it's really funny, like he, he yeah, seems have- like an intern type. He's, he, he thought that there was an opportunity for like more hype. And so he bought, he yeah, started bringing this Bluetooth speaker and then he brought, what's it called? The, the, yeah. um, the kaboom or something like kaboom it's one of those, or something. Yeah, it's he bought a big the loudest. Radio. It's the loudest Bluetooth like stereo you can get. Yeah, and it just looks like a cla- huge '80s like do the right thing style boombox. Right, and so he he blasts NBA Young Boy for them in the tunnels before every game. Ah, and they love that's they the, get some. Yeah, the and they're all dancing and getting hyped up. Right, that's exciting stuff. And you got. Swift coming to town, or you guys will both be out in Vegas. The Super Bowl's in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. NBA Youngboy versus C Swift. It's shaping up Dude, to be a musical battle as well. It's going to be like a that. battle. It's scary because Mahomes is such a winner. Like, he's just such a golden boy and such a, you know what I mean? It's like, it's intimidating. It should be. I mean, he is frightening. And it's yeah. the number one pick versus the last pick. There's just a lot of cool matchups, you know, between him and Brock yeah, Purdy. Great matchups. Brock Purdy got picked last in the draft, and Mahomes. And then it's like first. I'm not one of the QAnon. Oh yeah, types. I'm scary. But it's scary. hard not to be. The Taylor Swift factor feels like it's some somehow significant. Like you know what I mean? Like her yeah. power is on the side of. I don't know. I can't yeah. discount that. Yeah, like you're gonna be like. Like destroying a lot of girls' dreams. Right. Like it's it just yeah. There's more. There's more on the table now. Yeah. Just and football. if it's even like one percent corrupt, like she's made some big bet on the Chiefs or something, then it's already over. You know. It's like what do you she's mean? Got, like they, she's got they, billions of dollars on the. You know. She can't fix it. Her career's too big. No. She's. The, <laughs> Did you see her hair when she went down to the field? She does, <laughs> She can't control everything. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> um, no, yeah, we're we're coming for. Her. We're All right, to see well, Swift I'm, cry on the field. I mean, yeah, there's. This is gonna make football even bigger than it already is. It's exciting. Yeah, we're all rooting for the NFL. We don't want to see it die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's pretty popular. Time. Hey, but we do want you to check out uh, "Destroy All Neighbors." Yes, thank you very much. It's on Shutter, so you can watch it now. 
And okay. uh, there might be a few more screenings happening, but uh, you're going to have to be on top of that. Is Shutter is like, uh, it's an app that has content on it, right? Absolutely, yeah. It's a really good one, by the way. Like for anybody who's into horror or B horror or like the deep cut stuff, it's it's a phenomenal app. Like you can tell it's built, it's made by people who love the genre. Oh, right on. Yeah. I will check that out. I do like when the, uh, it's like college radio, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, you're getting it from people who are into it. Yeah. And it even has, my favorite part is it has like a, almost like a live streaming channel on it. Twitch. So if you, yeah, so you can like put it on and it'll just have this old obscure horror that you never would have picked out and it's already playing. And oh, you can nice. Kinda, yes. You can kind of just find yourself like getting lost in some of that, like the campy old stuff. And then do they have ads on there? Is that how they make their money? No ads. No, you got to pay. It's like a paywall deal. Do you know that it's Amazon, Amazon, it's like a damn, okay. They started charging money. Like three bucks now if you don't want commercials on yeah, Amazon. I know. It's like their content is so great. But it really is like a, a protection racket. You know, yes. like when those guys come to your bar and they go, we'll make sure nothing happens to your bar. <laughs> yeah. You know the thing? Yes, because they're the threats. Yes, it's like Amazon comes on and they go, listen, uh, we just made this whole thing worse for you. But right. if you give us three bucks a month, we'll put it back to the way it used to be, where <laughs> yeah, it was exactly. just free. Like, it's right. just, the thugs. Yeah. The thugs. It's like the TSA pre-check also, where it's like after like after 9-11 and all that, when they're like, no, no bottles of water, no shoes, like they were going too far and everyone's like, surely yeah. I can bring, you know, a tiny hairspray or whatever. And then they go, oh, yeah, but if you pay us 80 bucks, we'll give you pre-check yeah, yeah. and you don't have to yeah. do any of that. It'll be like before Bin Laden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll get rid of Bin Laden for you for 80 bucks For 80 month. bucks, he's not a threat anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Uh, yes, check all that out. Check out uh, Drop Day Duel. Check out Grift Horse with myself and Megan Beth Keister. Head on over, pick up an Austin Stories DVD, and where we will they, where, see you. Where can they find you on stage these days? Oh, you can find me uh, in L.A. If you're in L.A., a lot of times I'm up at that place, Third Wheel. I've got other gigs that just come up as they come up, but uh, that's a place they could see me. Or check out my TikTok where I'm putting up clips, stand-up clips, and, um, you know, keeping that. Very current. cool. And we will see you right here next week on Two Who Charted. Charted.